What's up guys, my name is Andrew Lane. I'm your host of the Business Hacker Series and this is where we help you rise to the future. How's it going everybody? Welcome back to the Business Hacker Series. Today for our episode, we are going to be interviewing James Astle with Toucan Productions. He does so many things to be classified as an entrepreneur. Let's go ahead and invite him to the podcast. Hello? James, how's it going? Hey, doing good. Good to see you. Yeah, long time no see. Yeah. How's Hawaii been for you? Uh, it's been pretty nice. Things have been great. It's a little bit still right now, not much wind, so it's a little muggy and kind of humid, but other than that, it's pretty nice. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Well, James, let's jump right into the questions uh, that we have for you today. All of these questions, some of them came from me. Some of them came from people who are looking for answers. And so as, as we go through these questions, hopefully the, from your perspective, we'll be able to uh, help a couple of people out with their businesses. And so, James, I know that you do a lot. You have your filmmaking. You have um, your clothing line. That that side of um, design. Tell me a little bit about what you do to start off. Okay, so um, right now what I do is I, I run a small business. It's a marketing company. Uh, I create media and content. Um, I guess you can say I've started it back in 2017 unofficially. In 2018, turned it into a real company. And I've just been working uh, here in Hawaii with companies both on mainland as well as here on the island. Um, just doing various different projects with their branding as well as uh, video production. So it's, it's been pretty good. That's so, awesome. So where would you say you got your start with that marketing? When did you first realize this is something that I like and something I want to do? So going back to what you said, the clothing. So originally I started designing clothes um, in high school. Took a couple classes at my community college, how to sew and how to do uh, clothing construction. Um, it was really fun. I've always had a natural kind of inclination to design and create stuff. So I wanted a way to promote the clothes, how I could get them out. What could I do to kind of show the world what I was doing? So I uh, picked up a camera and I started taking video. A couple of my friends had done it before. And so I asked them questions. How do they, how do you get these shots? You know, how do you uh, plan for a good scene or whatever it was? Um, and slowly and surely the work was pretty bad at first, but I, uh, started making little advertisement, advertisement videos for my, for my clothes. Um, and I was like, Oh, this is pretty fun actually. So, uh, other people started asking me to do work for them as well. And I, I honestly, I had no intention to go into it as doing videography or photography in that case, you know, it was never my plan in the beginning, but. It just kind of felt so natural and so easy to do. Um, it just kind of picked up from there and kind of momentum carried on to what it is today. And that's one, that's one heck of a journey going from designing your own clothes to realizing, hey, not only am I enjoying uh, making these videos for yourself and for other people, but also it's something that you're really good at. You know, for those who are listening, um, I took a class from James Astle. He was one of my professors and being able to learn from him was such a uh, such an honor and such a blessing to me because I gained so much with my filmmaking and uh, just marketing uh, when it comes in, to a general perspective. 
So James, when you, when you meet with someone who's hired you to do a project, say an advertisement video, what, what do you feel towards that person? What are your thoughts going into that meeting? So basically what it is, is it's kind of understanding what they really want to get across. It's understanding what they're about. And, you know, every brand is different. Every company has their own story. Um, and so it's never one size fits all. So it's about kind of understanding what's their vision, you know? And so the kind of the funnest part about meeting somebody and kind of doing work with a, with a company or organization or whatever it may be is really getting to know where their direction is, where their vision is. And so it's just like um, getting to know somebody on a date. It's almost the same way getting to know a company in a situation where you can get back to them. So it's a process of figuring out, yeah, where is their background? Um, where do they want to go? And a lot of times they don't really understand all the details. They won't have any clue how things work. Um, and, you know, they're good at what they do. They're great at running their business and they have a lot of passion in all that they have. And a lot of times their ideas are great, but they just don't know how to make it come to life in a sense of bringing um, a visual representation to their customers uh, or an experience telling their story to their customers. So basically it's just really getting to know them um, and discovering first off what they need and how they need to get it to them. And I think that answers the question, you know, what do you give, what need are you filling in your market? And so when you meet with those people, have you had any experiences where maybe they didn't, they didn't really know their own story or how to portray it? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, I did a couple of videos for a ranch um, and they do like horse, horse tours and everything. Um, and they had kind of a slight vision of what they wanted, but they didn't, they couldn't see how it would look in the end of what they wanted. So they wanted several deliverables, several videos. Um, and they kind of were like, oh, yeah, whatever's good, whatever's good. But after starting to talk to them a little bit more and showing them some examples and showing them, hey, we could do this, this could, be, this could work, you know, how about this time of day with the sunset? Um, and maybe we can go from this location to this location and so on, all the details. And then it's really cool to start seeing them all of a sudden discover, oh, actually, I'm having more ideas. How about this? So it's kind of like massaging um, ideas into them that they already have, but they don't realize it, which is so cool because everybody is filled with inspiration. And a lot of times it's, it's hiding deep inside. It's just kind of cracking the lid a little bit um, and just kind of getting the pump, uh, the pump primed, you know, and then things will start flowing. Um, so yeah, after we kind of talked a little bit, we discussed different plans um, and strategies that might work well. Um, they kind of went from, oh, I have no idea this is what I want, but I don't really get it to kind of almost directing things in a way that was very impressive. So that's awesome. And so in your, with your experience, what ways would you suggest to people to help them find their story? Uh, that's great. So everybody, you know, a lot of people say like, uh, I don't really, I'm not really someone special. I don't have anything unique to share the world. Um, and a lot of us feel that way all the time. And it's, you know, it's, it, it's something that we are just used to feeling a lot of the time. Um, but 
everybody has a very unique story. I know it's kind of cliche to say, but everyone has something to give back. That's why you are you. That's why you are unique. Uh, no one is exactly the same. It's impossible. Um, and everybody has something. It's just a matter of finding that thing. Uh, and it's a matter of sitting down, looking back, remembering whatever it is, um, and digging that out of them. It's kind of like mining for gold, you know? Um, you're not just going to sit there a couple times and scratch the dust off the ground and hopefully find gold. You have to really dig for it. And for a lot of people, it's within them and they don't get it. Um, but if you just dig deeper uh, into their memory or their perception of what their brand is, their business, they have so many great things to offer and share with the world that would help them um, build their business, you know, um, in many different ways. So, yeah, it's just basically um, sitting down. A lot of times journaling is really important for businesses. That's probably one of the most important things is write a business journal. Um, whenever you feel inspired, whenever you get new ideas, questions, thoughts, keep a log, a, 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 a diary, a daily journal. Um, and then you can reflect and that will inspire more ideas to come up um, to get you going. That's beautiful. I think the journaling is a fantastic idea of how how you realize what your story is, like you were saying. Um, a lot of times journaling helps us to remember things uh, that happened in the past. And so that's very important when finding your story. Another question that I have, James, is, from the businesses that you've worked with, how have you seen their story change how they do business? Let me ask it in a different way. When you meet with a company, have you seen businesses succeed better or become a more successful business solely because they've found their story and they're sharing it with others? Um, I guess it's kind of hard to tell in a sense because it's kind of like a, um, um, a macro picture, you know, it's kind of a continual process, but I, I can say that seeing them realize what they're actually doing and what they can offer more people um, with just sitting down and talking to them about it um, has really kind of opened their own awareness. It's almost, it's almost kind of like consulting, you know, when you go in and you help, help companies, you're not only helping them with product or, uh, their branding, their their design work, their video, whatever it is, but you're also kind of teaching them to get inspired and to find new ideas along the way. Um, the more that you work with them, the more you ask questions, the more they, they realize on their own what's important to focus on within their business to make it grow more. So it's that's kind of the cool thing is like a lot of times I've actually seen um, companies start doing their own video videography in-house, um, realizing that they have the capability to do it as well. Um, even if it's small and they start little, but they learn, hey, I can actually do this. Uh, I don't need your help anymore, <laughs> which is great. You know, like in the long run, that should be kind of the real big picture. Right? But everyone's still going to need help in some way, in some form. But it's cool to see people kind of realizing what their skills are and what their capabilities are. And just being there to kind of kickstart is, is pretty cool. And what a unique perspective you have when going into those businesses and helping them see their story. And it probably, I don't know, it might make, might make you a little nervous seeing them start <laughs> starting to do their own video in-house. Yeah. That's funny. 
And so going back to your business, would you consider yourself a successful entrepreneur? Uh, that's a great question. So for me personally, I would say that I feel successful. Um, obviously, you know, that's in the sense of today is what I've come to so far. I feel pretty happy and pretty glad of where I've gotten to. Uh, I don't like to look back and say there's regrets. I just like to say, hey, those are good experiences that I'm learning along the way. Um, but in the larger picture, I feel like there's still so much more to improve. Um, and success is a process that is kind of everlasting. I don't know when I'll ever reach um, a limit where I'm 100% content, uh, which is cool because if I was content right now, I, I wouldn't have time to look forward to what's going to be next, you know, because the learning process and the growing process is really some of the funnest, I, I guess, really the funnest part about it all. Um, because it's just the growing is really what makes things pretty interesting and fun because it's just that's where the inspiration and creativity comes from. So, yeah, as you can say, success is great. Um, I feel good of where I've been so far, and I feel like there's plenty of room for success in the future. So, never stop growing. That's beautiful. That's a great suggestion to uh, everyone to just keep growing, you know, never be in that standstill. Um, portion of your business. Uh, a mentor that I have always uh, tells us to stop stopping. <laughs> Basically mentioning, you know, if you're stopped at one point, if you feel like you've reached that end point of succeeding and you, you feel like you don't know, you, you don't need to go any further, then something's wrong because success, like you said, it's a continual, uh, continual process. Now, yeah, yeah. You said you're successful. Now I want to paint this analogy in your head. If everything was taken away from you with your skills, with video editing, with coming up with creative ideas, if everything was taken away, your reputation, your name, what would be your first step in rebuilding yourself? So I think what it all comes down to is uh, the flame of passion. So that's really where all this comes down to. It's like the roots of the tree. Uh, and eventually you can taste the fruit, which is the work. But really it comes down to where is your passion? Where is the priority in your passion? Or where is your desire to get things done? So first step, I would look back, where is my desire? Where do I want to go? And how can I make sure that that is burning bright? You know, because a lot of times... Uh, you'll do a project or you'll start a business and you work really hard and, you know, you make good money and it's like, Oh, this is awesome. And you think you, you think this is something that you love doing. And then when it all goes down and you start losing money and it gets really hard, are you still going to work hard for it? Are you still going to push for it? And you realize sometimes you're not, you know, and that's when you realize maybe this is not what I really want to do. Um, and that's okay. And that's where you pivot. And that's where a lot of times you, you regroup, you rethink, and you put your priority into action. What simply, no matter what the money is, no matter what the benefits are, what do you just really want to do? Where's your passion? So that's the first step is I just sit down, reevaluate, and really think about, okay, where do I want to, what do, I want to, do I really want to do this again? Or do I really want to focus on something that I can truly feel no matter what happens? I'll just keep doing it. That's perfect. I feel like there's so many, I feel like you're talking, well, obviously you're talking directly to me because there are so many ideas that I've had 
where I think in the instant, oh, this is an awesome idea. I can make bank with this business idea. And I put a little effort into it. And then I realize this is not something I want to do. You know, I don't have the passion enough to do it. And so I definitely 100% agree with you that passion is the number one step. You need to find where your passion is. And so I think there are millions of people in the world who they found that passion. They've realized, okay, this is something that I want to do. I will, I will not sleep until I get this going. What would you suggest to be their second step after finding that passion? So second step, once you have your passion and once you kind of, uh, kind of have that direction in your heart and your mind, I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but, <laughs> um, really this is the mo the next really most important step is create a plan um that's where it really comes down to because you may have a passion to be a, a rock star um but is it possible with just being like oh, yeah i wish you know i want maybe things will come into your life that will help you get there naturally uh just by believing and thinking for sure i believe in that but i also believe that you really have to set forth and think okay how can I make this work? How can I build the structure of my business? How can I build the structure of my plan? Piece by piece, you know? So it's really about getting different um, aspects. What's this gonna cost? How can I get funding? Where can I find someone that can help me specifically with these questions that I'm having about this specific contract? Just down to the details, you know? Find people around you that will guide you and direct you. Mentorship is huge. Um, and really just get those things written down. And uh, along with that, um, set goals to those things. So have a plan and make a goal to get those, uh, that plan accomplished uh, step by step. And don't overwhelm yourself, you know. Definitely. That is a fantastic um, second step for those who are wanting to move forward with that passion and to start what they're doing. You know, I know that you just released uh, a new film on Amazon Prime called Rolling Moments. Tell me a little bit about that and tell me how that idea came up, going from digital marketing from companies to I want to make my own film. Yeah, so it's just uh, I always had a passion um, just to get out and just go have fun, you know, explore the world. So uh, I planned a trip to go to the Philippines and uh, had no idea how it would work but I just put together a plan um, because it was my desire and didn't care what would happen or um, who I would meet. So I uh, started researching on Google, got some equipment together, um, got some uh, advice from some friends and then went to the Philippines and skateboarded across Northern Luzon um, in 12 days. So it's something that I never would have dreamed of doing before, but after started after kind of getting more into traveling a lot, it kind of kickstarted me into uh, exploring and just getting out there without any fear. Um, so it was definitely a hard trip. It was something that I felt like pushed me to a new level, but it also pushed me in a mentally uh, when I got back. Hey, if I could do that, I could do this. Um, what's next? You know. So yeah, the the movie, the documentary was kind of a. It's kind of a thing where I was like, should I do episodes or should I make just a documentary uh, about the experience? And the whole, the whole point of it was just to kind of document and show what it would be like to travel across um, a large area of a country or whatever on a skateboard and to share some of the culture of the people, what they do, what they eat, 
how they live their lives and kind of show also how to do it as well if you want to do it in the future. So to inspire the people who watch it to get out and go do some adventure they've always wanted to, whether it's on a unicycle crossing the Sahara, who knows, or whether it's just uh, cruising through the Alps, whatever it may be, just get out there uh, before it's too late, you know. Oh, yeah. And let me just cut in. We're not talking like just a skateboard right across town. How far was this 14-day trip? Uh, so it was over 400 miles, just over 400 miles. You're yeah. crazy, James. That's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What yeah, an so awesome opportunity. It was like on average 60 miles a day, uh, skating through these little rural towns along rice fields. Uh, through little neighborhoods and alleyways, um, meeting an interesting and incredible people. Uh, just so, so fulfilling in every way. It was really awesome. Wow. That is, that's unique. You don't hear about that very often. People skateboarding 400 miles or just embracing that culture, diving straight into it. To kind of close off, James, um, I want to ask the question, what key, I have two more questions. What key mm -hmm. characteristics do you see in your mentors how do they help you become successful? Um, I think the people that I've talked to, uh, specifically, I've noticed that the character, the characteristic of staying busy, or busy, sorry, uh, keeping things rolling, continually working on something, just being on top of something, you know? Um, a lot of the people that I've seen in my life that are successful, um, they're always on the phone, they're always calling people, they're actively engaging in connecting with other people or getting deals done or working hard on, on their, their personal projects. Um, and a lot of times we get overwhelmed and it's pretty hard because we don't want to, we don't want to work so hard because we feel, oh, you know, like I just want to have fun and enjoy this while I have time and eventually I'll get to my, my part. But um, just watching people and my mentors just always staying busy, staying focused, and working on something, even if it's not something huge, they're always doing something all the time. And that's kind of inspiring, I guess. That's awesome. That's a great, that's a great tip to uh, keep that blood flowing of entrepreneurship and always staying busy. Last question. In your lifestyle, what do you rely on to keep you going, to keep you busy? What is your, what's your motivation? Uh, my motivation um, really is just kind of a, creativity i feel like it's just the idea of creating something you know like making something out of scratch and putting the pieces together that is the fuel in itself at least for me um seeing something be built from the ground up uh designed or created or whatever it is it's just so fulfilling and the more you do it the more i i, I make projects or whatever the more ideas i get and the better it becomes it's like I said, it's when I, when I get stagnant or I get lazy or complacent with whatever it's usually when things slow down and it's almost like, what am I living for? You know? So <laughs> I want to be able to make things, you know, for the rest of the world. And I guess that's kind of like the purpose. So yeah, just getting opportunities to find creativity in everything I do. Think of things. How can I make it different? What can I do that's different from before? What can I do to innovate? Any, in any of the smallest things, whether it's innovating with brushing my teeth to making a business deal or creating a new film, whatever it may be, what can I do different or find somehow to make it a little bit more creative in that sense? Beautifully said. 
That's amazing. Well, I know that we can find you on Facebook. We can find you on Amazon Prime. How can people find you, James, and your work? Uh, yeah, you can go to uh, toucanproductions.com. Um, and you can also check out um, Rolling Moments on Amazon. Go ahead and watch it and write a review. It's only a dollar to rent. <laughs> but if you have Prime, it's free. So, yeah, go ahead and check it Check it out. Just type in Rolling Moments in Amazon. You can find it there. Or Instagram, you can follow. It's uh, A-O-J-M-A. Perfect. I know I'm going to be jumping on those. So, well, thank you very much, James, for joining us here on the Business Hacker Series. Any last thoughts or suggestions to give to entrepreneurs? Um, just get out there and have fun and just, yeah, don't stop. Just keep, just keep creating. So, yeah, just go out there and do it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, James. Thank Talk you so to you later. Much. And that is a wrap, everybody, for the Business Hacker Series. What an awesome interview we have with James. Once again, just like last episode, go ahead and check out the businesshackerseries.com. Scroll down to the bottom and submit your questions. Some of these questions that I was asking James today were from you guys, from the listeners. So go ahead, enter in your questions, and our next entrepreneur, I'll ask them your questions. So go ahead, visit thebusinesshackerseries.com, and tune in next time. 